Thanks for tuning in to Product Forward. Today, we're going to discuss building product teams, and we're going to spend some time looking at your family portrait. Hello, everyone, and we're going to kick off this episode with a quick aside, which is for those that happen to follow tech and know me and have been listening to the podcast, you may have seen that this past week or longer, depending on when you're listening to this episode, uh, the company that I co-founded, Encino, went public. So as you might suspect, that's pretty uh, exciting. It was a pretty awesome week, and I consider myself really blessed to be able to work with such amazing people and have such amazing customers and it's been, uh, you know, just an awesome, an awesome journey for us as a company, and and for myself in a lot of different ways. And also, as you might suspect, that's why there's not been uh, an episode for about a month or so. But now we are back to it. So, I've received a number of requests recently to share about building product teams. And if there's one thing that I love to share about, it's about building teams. So, as requested, I went ahead and pulled a few uh, planned topics forward, starting with this one. And the reason I say plan topics is because when it comes to building product teams, there really is so much to discuss on the topic. So we're going to do a couple different episodes, probably not one after the other, since there's some other items that uh, I really want to talk about too. Um, but we're going to have a, a couple building product team episodes peppered in over the next couple of months here. But I'm going to start with, in this episode, a few really foundational concepts. And we're going to, I want to lay this up too, just before we jump into it, which is if you're a new manager, even if you've been a manager for a while, I really want to anchor to the notion that as a manager, your core responsibility is to hire and retain the best talent. And frankly, that's true whether you're building a product team or you're building any kind of team. And the reason that I want to anchor to that is because, as you might suspect, you have to be a manager, you know, generally, to build teams. And I think sometimes it can be easy to lose focus of what your core responsibility as that manager is, right? Which is, again, hiring and retaining the best talent. Now, if that's your core role, your question should then become, how do you ensure that your team is consistently filled with the best and the right talent, right? The best and the right people. And I think the best example of, of how to think about this is actually something that I learned from my friend about nine years ago or so. And it's the idea of the family portrait. And what it looks like is when you're thinking about your team, imagine them in your family portrait, because ultimately your team is your work family. And as you're imagining this portrait, think about yourself standing in front of them with the team behind you. I'll give you a minute here to get that visual in your head, right? Get a picture, stand in the front, team behind you. And as you think about and look at each person standing behind you, ideally what you should be feeling about that is proud, right? You should be thinking, yes, this is the team that I need to dominate the market or the team that I need to make this product successful or to make the quality better or whatever that team is, you know, is designed to do. You should be proud and excited about who's on that team and confident in that team's ability to get the thing done that needs to happen. The question then becomes, what if you don't feel that way about your team? And that's where I'd say, you know, not so worry. That's the, that's again, that's the point of this sort of visual and of this story. You know, if you don't feel that way about the team, or if there maybe there's somebody in that portrait that, you know, you're not quite as confident in, I think that then leads you to that next question. You know, the benefit is, right, that this is your work family, not your personal family. So you actually have some control over who's in the portrait. And 
that leads it to, you know, maybe there's somebody that you need to spend some more time coaching to get them to that point where you're really proud of them being in your family portrait. Or in some cases, maybe it's because of scale or other reasons. Maybe there's somebody that doesn't belong in the portrait anymore. Not that they're not an amazing person, an amazing employee, but maybe they're in the wrong role now and they need to be, and they need to be shifted into a little bit of a different role or they need some help before they can kind of fully grow or scale into the role that you need them in. But that's sort of the power of the family portrait is it really lets you look at the picture and frankly be able to have very objective uh, thoughts, conversations, and, and ideas about what it is your team should look like. If you're tracking with me here, then your next question is hopefully how do you go about making sure that you have the right family portrait? In other words, even before it's built or if you're in the process of building it, how do you make sure that you get the right people into the family portrait? As you might suspect, this goes to the first thing that we talked about as being important for a manager, which is hiring the right people. I wish I could say I could give you the silver bullet, but there isn't really, as you might suspect, a silver bullet to hiring the right people. And in a future episode, if, you, if people would like, you know, I can give sort of my idea of, especially on the product manager side, what I look for and from a product management skill standpoint. But even before we jump into the specific product management skills, there's a few things that I think are really foundational. And frankly, regardless of any role, uh, can set the stage for making sure you've got the right hire coming in the door and becoming a part of your portrait. The first thing to me is cultural fit. And if you're not familiar with culture, and I think most people are, but let me just say really quickly that culture is, in my opinion, the most important aspect of your company. Now, sales are important. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, product, all that stuff is important. But at the end of the day, what underlines all of that, right, what builds the foundation for all of that is your culture. It's what drives behavior. It's, you know, especially in the early days, every hire has a huge impact on the culture of the company. It is the heartbeat of your company. So for me, I always look at culture first. And honestly, if I'm talking to somebody and I don't feel like they're a cultural fit, I don't spend time. After that interview, I just let them know that we need to move on. Again, it's, it's the heartbeat of your company. And especially if it's the early days of your company, like I was saying, just every hire has such a massive impact, which means if you bring the wrong person in the door from a cultural fit standpoint, you know, that's like poisoning the well, right? It may not be a ton of poison, but even a little poison doesn't feel so great on the digestive system or so what I, I would assume as I haven't been poisoned. But before we go down a weird dark path, we'll move on to the second item, which is I also usually hire for attitude and aptitude more than I do for skills. In other words, I'd rather hire a PM that has, has two years of experience, but I know can pick up things super fast and has an awesome attitude and just wants to get things done, who's hungry. Then a product manager, a PM, who's been in the business for eight years, kind of has this notion of already knowing everything and maybe isn't as inclined to pick up stuff. There are some exceptions, I'd say ish, right? I mean, there are situations where you just need somebody more experienced, which definitely happens. But I'll say that I personally still spend a lot of time prioritizing attitude and aptitude, even in those situations, because ultimately it leads to a better culture and frankly, usually leads to, as a result, to a better hire. All right, last item on the list here is don't make concessions. Now, what I mean by this is, I, I, at least for me, I've had situations where I have to double and sometimes triple the size of a department, 
or I've had situations where I have to very, very rapidly build up a new team to launch a new product or to solve a particular problem or, or whatever it may be. And as a manager, you're absolutely right to feel the pressure of that, right? That's a huge amount of pressure. It's also why you were hired. And when I say don't make a concession, what I mean is don't go for the easy release valve. What I see often happen, especially with new managers, is they think, well, somebody, and if they're you know good enough, is better than nobody, right? And that's where I would say, wrong. I'm sharing this because I wish I could tell you that I've never made a concession when hiring. I wish I could. Unfortunately, you know, especially earlier on in my career, you know, I did make some concessions when hiring. And that's why I can say learn from my mistakes because just the challenge and the cost of bringing on the wrong person is just too high, especially, especially when it's the early days of the company. And again, how can you know? It comes back to the family portrait. Is the person that you're about to bring on board, are they adding to the family portrait? You know, are they improving the culture of the company? Are they going to get things done and get this thing out the door in an awesome way? You know, are they improving your team as a whole? It all comes back again to that family portrait. You know, is it going to drive the company forward or is it going to end up being a weird aunt or uncle or some other relative? I'm not trying to pick on aunts and uncles here. Uh, but again, it's all about the family portrait. Is it establishing the culture that you want and is it building the company that you need? With all that said... Thank you again for tuning in to Product 4. If you have any questions or comments, as per usual, feel free to head on over to productfor.fm and drop me a line.